0: Jesse Smollett case? We're going to do that, George, because he is maintaining his innocence this morning as he faces charges accused of filing a false police report about that alleged hate crime in Chicago. The superintendent of the Chicago Police Department, Eddie Johnson, is going to join us live exclusively in just a moment. But first, Eva Pilgrim is there in Chicago with the latest. Good morning, Eva.
1: Good morning, Robin. Jesse Smollett is out on bond this morning. For the first time, we're getting a look at a key piece of evidence. This morning, Jussie Smollett digging in, denying he staged a racist and homophobic attack. His TV dad coming to his defense as the show they worked on, Empire, pulls Smollett's character from the last two episodes of the season to avoid further disruption on set. Terrence Howard posting on Instagram, the Jussie I know could never even conceive of something so unconscious and ugly. His innocence or judgment is not for any of us to decide. Stay in your lane. Smollett, charged with filing a false police report, now the center of a media frenzy, detailing the attack in an interview with ABC News.
2: He said, this MAGA country punches me right in the face. So I punched it back.
1: But police now saying he made the whole thing up, that Smollett came up with an elaborate scheme that he planned for weeks. First, they say, sending himself a bogus, threatening letter.
2: When that didn't work, Smollett paid $3,500 to stage this attack and drag Chicago's reputation through the mud in the process.
1: But overnight, ABC News obtaining a copy of a $3,500 check appearing to be written by Smollett and made out to one of the two brothers who police say helped stage the attack. On the memo line, five week nutrition workout plan. Sources close to Smollett said Abel Osendero was training the actor for an upcoming music video. Smollett maintaining he's innocent. His attorneys calling last week's statements from police a spectacle that has no place in the American legal system, adding that Smollett feels betrayed by a system that apparently wants to skip due process and proceed directly to sentencing. And Smollett is due back in court in March. Robin. All right, Eva, thank you. The superintendent
0: of the Chicago Police Department, Eddie Johnson, joins us now live. Sir, thank you very much for for taking the time to be with us here this morning. We know it's been a very emotional, very tense uh, few weeks. And uh, initially, uh, all accounts from police, uh, you were treating Jussie Smollett as the victim. When did it turn from being a possible hate crime to a possible hoax?
2: So uh, let me just put this out there first and foremost that right now he still has the presumption of innocence, uh, you know, until he has his day in court. So what happened, you know, when the, in the very beginning, when he explained and gave his version of events to us, uh, he described it to us, and we treated it like a hate crime. You know, one of the things that I think is important to recognize is although the two attackers were masked, he was able to say he could see around their eyes that they were white skinned or at least the one guy was a white-skinned person. So that's how we approached it. Uh, The entire time that we investigated Mm -hmm. uh, the incident he was treated like a victim. As you know we picked up the two individuals after we identified who they were. We were waiting for them at O'Hare Airport when they came back from uh, uh, overseas. Uh, We took them in and started talking to them. Now we were legally able to hold them for 48 hours and I refused to let cpd characterized him as a suspect unless we had concrete evidence the forty-seventh hour that we had those two individuals in custody is when it changed
0: what what changed that that forty-seventh hour
2: so we had gathered up a lot of evidence and facts uh... before then but what changed was that they then became cooperating witnesses
0: it was there a reason why they became in the forty-seventh hour that they decided to do that
2: well you know we worked very closely with their lawyer, and their lawyer went in there and talked to him, and whatever she said to him apparently got through to him to just tell the truth about what happened. And that's what they decided to do.
0: even though that you all were saying early on um, that there was no reason not to believe his story, there were there were a lot of red flags that a lot of people saw, and you all had questions, even though you weren't, of course, going to be public about that.
2: Right. There were some questions, uh, but you know, there's always questions when people are describing incidents to us. You know, so but we have to maintain the integrity of the investigation. You know, and that's what we did. You know, we didn't have the facts that support him being involved in it until that 47th hour. You know. And- and it's important for people to recognize that it's not the Chicago police saying he did something, it's the evidence, the facts, and the witnesses that are saying this. So we, our job is to investigate it and bring the facts and the evidence to the state.
0: So the brothers have stated that? Correct. The the check that uh, we saw in Eva Pilgrim's report, the $3,500, did the brothers specifically say that was for the attack?
2: They said that he paid them $3,500. Uh, with a check to uh
0: but did they say what it was for?
2: Yeah, for to uh carry out this mm-hmm. incident.
0: Your press conference sir was so passionate and it, it seemed quite quite personal, uh, the words that you were talking about, about being um, angry and, and, and offended, and you often referred to the noose, and, and that was a real breaking point for you.
2: Yeah, you know, Robin, I grew up in the, the tail end of the civil rights era, and um, I lived in Cabrini Green housing pro- project, you know, uh, when I was a kid, and that could easily be characterized as one of the most notorious housing projects in the country. And the symbolism of a noose is very offensive. Uh, the city of Chicago has this issue. Issues. The Chicago Police Department has its issues with racism and excessive force, and all of that. And I, I'm acutely aware of that. Mm-hmm. But we didn't earn this particular incident, and I just refuse to let us have to take that shot. If I'm if I have evidence to the contrary, so I, I just want people to understand that's a damaging thing to do to a city and and to a police department. You know, so. It's my responsibility to ensure that uh, the record gets set mm. straight.
0: Yeah, you were upfront about the issues within the, the Chicago Police Department when it comes to race relations and the mistrust from some in the public. So, how do you address that going forward?
2: So, you know, something like this can be really damaging. We've made a lot of progress in the last three years since I've been superintendent in terms of race relations. Are we where we want to be? Of course, we're not. But we're heading in the right direction. And there's a lot of things that have occurred in the city to let me know that. But I just hope people don't judge other folks that are victims of these types of crimes because this is just one particular incident. And that's, that's the damaging part of it. You damage a city's reputation where we don't need any help with that. We really don't. But, but first and foremost, you know, there are real victims of uh, crimes of that nature hate crimes and and I just hope that people don't treat them with skepticism you know this is one particular incident um, and and it has to stand on its own merits
0: it's an ongoing investigation correct so where does it stand as of t- this morning so right now
2: as I said he still has a presumption of innocence, and he'll get his opportunity in court if he chooses to go that 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 route and and again you know I was very acutely aware of the situation in terms of the Chicago Police Department declaring he was a suspect. But I can tell you this, Rob, there's mm-hmm. a lot more evidence that hasn't been presented yet that does not support the version that he gave.
0: There's us. more because you presented quite a bit. I quite mean legal bit. experts said that's the most that they've seen being presented. Up front. Up front like that. But, but
2: there's still a lot of physical evidence, video evidence, and testimony that just simply doesn't support his version of
0: what happened. Superintendent Johnson, thank you very much again. I know you're a very busy man. Uh, The investigation is ongoing. It's it's captured the attention of the nation and beyond, and we appreciate you being here, sir. Thank you.
2: Thank you for having me.